This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 270, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode we talk about... Eurovision, that's right, the song contest in Europe. If you don't know much about it, don't worry, because I don't know much either, but you will learn on this podcast. So speaking of this podcast, there are a couple of things you need to know for this specific episode, some specific information, okay? Number one, the name of the UK singer for the Eurovision Song Contest, which was about two weeks ago now, the name of the singer was and is Sam Ryder. Remember that, Sam Ryder. And he has long, 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 long hair and a very big beard. This, as I said, is some important information for the episode. And another important piece of information is the name of the school that Boom Boom and I went to, which is St. John Payne. Okay. now in the episode, there is, I think, a very interesting fact, which in some ways connects the things I have just told you. So make sure you wait for that. But the really important information is that membership to the Rock and Roll English family is still open and it closes on Wednesday. So if you would like to listen to 900 extra episodes of the podcast, get personal feedback on your speaking directly from me, access to grammar lessons, story lessons, all made by me in the Rock and Roll English format, then go to rockandrollenglish.com slash family. And I will also be doing a Facebook Live tomorrow at 9pm Central European time to answer any of your questions. So please come along and support me. Even if you don't want to join the family, just come along and say hello. But anyway, here is today's episode, which I must admit is a fantastic episode even if I may say so myself. Boom Boom uses some words longer than two syllables, which confuse me, so look out for them. I do some amazing singing, and there is lots, lots more. So I will talk to you all again at the end. Happy listening. Boom Boom Cannon, how are you today? I'm good, Martin. How are you? Always fantastic, Boom Boom. Always fantastic. Long time, no speak. Um, except our pre-podcast chat one minute ago. Pretending we've not done that, then yeah, long time no speak. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, pretending we've not done that. Uh, so anyway, Boom Boom, I know it's been a while, but how do we usually start the show? It's got to be with a review, surely. Exactly. And do you think we have a review? We must do. <laughs> I swear, Boom Boom, every time you're on... <laughs> We don't have one. It, we've been on such a great roll. Review, review, coming from all angles. Um, you come on and oh, I swear you, you bring bad luck. I was thinking if any listeners um, like keep statistics, you know, like in football where mm. like optostats, I think it's called of like, you know, this team haven't won in Manchester since 1971. If we could have the same kind of thing to see the last time we had a review when Boom Boom was on, probably 1971. So, are you <laughs> suggesting that someone might be spending their free time to create st statistics on the podcasts? I've There's a lot of strange <laughs> shit happening on the internet 
boom, boom. Okay, you just never know. So if that person is listening that is making statistics about rock and roll English, get in touch. Okay. But if we don't have a review, I'm pretty sure I saw on a Facebook page recently you were you were kind of fishing for uh, kind of compliments by asking for people's favourite episodes. Um, and that... I'm pretty sure I saw my name crop up there. <laughs> um, lovely R and R vocab there. My name crop up. My name appear. Um, yeah, that was in the family group. Um, yeah, and you were mentioned in one of the many fantastic episodes that there are in the family area that one i think was called sex on an ikea table okay it wasn't yeah, sex like, involving me and boom boom no, okay classic we were not episode having... though classic, <laughs> classic episode. absolute classic one of the best <laughs> exactly just one of the many benefits boom boom of being in the rock and roll english family okay um so on to today's pod okay you actually provided me um with the idea for this pod okay so i'm not going to ask you what it's about um it's a little bit late we've kind of um missed the boat a bit um it's we're talking about eurovision okay two weeks after i think everyone would have completely forgotten about it now um and obviously i'm an expert on eurovision have you watched any of it yet not only this year's i don't think i've ever watched anything <laughs> of eurovision since since it's been on which is longer from my five minutes research i noticed it's been on for longer than i've been alive so in 37 years i've never watched it so but then again all the stuff we talk about on rock and roll english um i have no idea about basically boom boom if it's not football or beer <laughs> i'm not interested okay lad yeah <laughs> So it's like books, okay? Unless there are naked women in the books. <laughs> um, I'm not interested. Um, no, but Actually, on a serious... quite a lot of semi-naked women on Eurovision, so I would have thought right. I might have hooked you in. <laughs> definitely, I'll definitely have to start watching it now then, boom, boom. Check out Spain's performance, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. But okay, so on a serious note, it's a singing competition in Europe, yeah? Yes, Yes, that's on a very basic level. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you are actually quite into Eurovision. Is this since you've moved to Sweden? It's a Swedish thing. It is because I don't remember when we were living together. You talking about Eurovision so much? No, it's quite a recent development since I right. since I moved to Sweden. It's pretty big news here. Right? Yeah, okay. it's a pretty big deal, and uh, uh, I've got hooked. Right. Yeah, so like you become addicted to it. Mm. Sure, that's what happens. It just sucks you in, doesn't it? It does. Eurovision. Um, so if it's a thing about Europe, okay, what the hell are Australia doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? I've seen a few like hilarious memes of like, uh, why are the UK in this because of Brexit? But I mean, Australia, what mm. is what what excuse have they got to be at this? Yeah, that I can't answer. I think they're just, um, I think it was popular there, Eurovision. And then I, my guess... And they said, like, can we come? Well, my guess is they said, can we come and we'll pay uh, quite right, a lot of money. Sure. Because, so what you probably don't know is that, so the final uh, was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually during the week leading up to the final, there are two semi-finals. Right, interesting. Yeah, yeah. The ones that no one's interested in. Well... It's most countries have to compete in the semi-finals. Right. And, you know, some people watch them. Even I 
didn't actually watch them. But um, <laughs> only the real, like, hardcore, diehard fans. Yeah. <laughs> but there are, I think it's five countries that don't even have to compete in the semi final. They go straight through to the final. I mean, that's bullshit. What, where's the merit in that? It? But they, they fund the competition uh, the most course, and the UK is one of those which is why we're, oh. we're always in the final but we often get zero points so my uh, guess I don't know but my guess is maybe Australia kind of asked to be involved and maybe pay a bit more but um, money talks boom money boom. talks money money talks um, speaking of the UK often getting zero votes because this was the case last year mm. um, and Italy won I was living in Italy and then Again, I didn't know anyone in Italy that was actually interested in Eurovision. But then when Italy won, everyone said, oh, you're fantastic. And everyone enjoyed telling me that the UK got zero points, which, again, I had no idea about anything. But I was thinking, how do you get zero points? Do their family and friends not even like <laughs> their mum not vote for them? <laughs> like, Can you imagine that? You're on Eurovision and your mum's voting for the other country. <laughs> Yeah, I think my guess, again, because uh, I, I haven't really done my research on this. Boom, is boom. That... The only reason I got you on here because <laughs> you told me you're a Eurovision expert. I didn't think you'd go in at this level. <laughs> I thought we'd be sort of saying, you know, what was your favourite song on Saturday? Not sort of how does the phone voting system work? But I think you probably need, like to get any points, you need a certain percentage of the votes right. rather than not getting a single vote like <laughs> yeah, in all of Europe <laughs> your vote from your mum isn't worth one point I don't think <laughs> I just thought in all of Europe and Australia there are a lot of people and not to get one single person phone up and vote for you that's that's embarrassing isn't it yeah like, that was pretty tough last year but he uh he dealt with it well uh he dealt with it in quite a typically sort of British way which was by sort of <laughs> chucking beer everywhere and <laughs> Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Sounds very much like me when I was mentioning how I'm only interested in beer, football mm. and half-naked women. Mm. Probably why I got zero votes, to be honest, if that's the kind of uh, behaviour <laughs> that uh, he, he's showing in, in Europe. Um, but yeah, so this often the UK gets zero votes. I've heard as well, it's, it's quite a, some people say it's a political thing. Is it because Europe hates the UK or just because our songs are shit, boom, boom. Which one? Well, I think there's definitely some political uh, machinations going on in the voting mm. system. Uh -huh. That word was a bit too uh, long for me there, <laughs> boom, boom. Mash, mash, something like that. But I, I just nodded. It's a good just word. Like, yep, sure. <laughs> Didn't see that in the newspaper with naked women in that word. <laughs> I'll text it to you later for the transcript. <laughs> right. Are you going to tell us what it means? Um, kind of skullduggery. With a word that we know what it means. <laughs> You're supposed to be making it easier for us here, boom, boom. Okay. Skullduggery is an even better word, I'd say. Okay. Um, but yeah, kind of influences, political influences right. in the... Um, there we go. There's a word. In the, yeah, in the voting system. But this year, we had a good song. We came second. So, uh, And the, the guy this year, I mean, I actually saw him on a video about a week before I had no idea who he was just one of the ones doing the rounds as we say on social media and I saw him talking I thought this guy sounds like a 
bloody good guy. In fact, I'm going to read something he's, he said. He said, I refuse to subscribe to the narrative, that ne- negative perpetuating narrative, a great word there, perpetuating, mm. like continuing, let's say, that we loop in our brains and inject into our small talk, just like we do when moaning about the weather. All of us get swept up in this sometimes and subscribe to these non-stories and non-truths. But we all have the power to flip the Eurovision narrative and flip the story. I just think living your life in a way that you don't accept those negatives is such a nicer way to live. And I thought, wow, this sounds like a bloody good guy. And then I found (laughs) out he went to the same school as me and you, boom, boom, the very same school. So, I mean, then it was obvious why he's such a great guy. Yeah. And I did not realise this when I suggested this as a topic for the podcast. Right. And I could, I could, uh, you know, I could sense, you know, Martin's agree to this, but I don't think he's that keen. And then, yeah, it was, it was Marky Mark actually, wasn't it? That yeah. um, sent the message on our group saying that, yeah, Sam Ryder went to St. John Payne. And then I thought, Right now, Martin's got a Saint John Payne link <laughs> to Eurovision, so it's definitely going in the podcast. <laughs> oh, when, when I found that out, I thought, "Wow, this guy!" I actually um, reached out to him, so sent him a message on Instagram. I think he's got close to four million followers <laughs> now. Um, not sure if he's going to get back to me, but I thought I would start the message with Saint John Payne to try and bring his attention. Mm to it um will he respond we'll have to see as in you reached out to ask him to come on a podcast sure sure if i'd have if i'd have logged on to this chat and you had sam Ryder, <laughs> you know three-way three-way chat with Ryder, Ryder, on uh, such uh, yeah like almost nicknames you know him so well now i'm actually double um, checking that is his actual name <laughs> no, it, yes, is, it, it is it is yeah <laughs> such an expert aren't you boom boom um but yeah, I I noticed as well, I saw on Wikipedia the years he was at school and I noticed mm. we were at school three years together, boom, boom, because he's okay. a bit younger than us. Yeah. Um, and so all I can think is that, you know, he learned a lot from me. Okay. So I, I, I'd imagine, yeah. I'd imagine I was his biggest influence mm. in, in life kind of thing. Mm. Um, and and that's why he's such a great guy and singer now. And why he's not responded to your Instagram <laughs> message yet. <laughs> But so what would it have been when we were in sort of year 10? So he he was there from 2000 to 2007. We left in 2003, so three years mm, together so we had. Form. Yeah, so lots lots of great memories together. Obviously, I have absolutely no idea who he is, and I'm sure he has <laughs> absolutely no idea who I am as well. But never mind, he might respond anyway, boom, boom. He might respond. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing in those days as well, when he was in year seven, he didn't have a beard and hair down to his <laughs> hips either, so... I did, he didn't. I didn't recognise him at all. If he had done, then, then I think I might recognise oh, him is now. That Sam Ryder kid, the, one? <laughs> the one that when he was eleven years old had a beard and like really long hair. But you wouldn't have gotten away with hair like that in our no, school, though, would you? Boom, boom. You'd have been sent straight home or Absolutely. had to sit in lower school hall for a week, like my brother did when he shaved his hair off. <laughs> That's the thing at our school. Very strict rules with hair not too short mm. and then you were not allowed gel just in case you set fire to your hair just yeah. happened apparently kids used to do that i don't know mm. never saw anyone with 
like a fire in their head but that's because you weren't allowed to wear gel i suppose so no it was yeah not too short not too long no hair product they're really kind of limiting the the options yeah really yeah really expressive school really trying to express your (laughs) feelings for young people they really encouraged that didn't they so uh yeah to be your to be the real you um but okay moving on to things that are not connected to our school um so yeah um ABBA that's why the Swedish thing I noticed that they were the the biggest thing to come out of Eurovision boom boom yeah I think they I think they are and probably one of the reasons I don't know if it was already big here but uh, probably one of the reasons why it's so popular but um, although I did see the UK gave them zero points. So, so someone actually brought that up on uh, on Saturday because we watched it. I watched it with a few Swedes and s- someone had that bit of that nugget of knowledge ready to, to throw at me as a representative of the UK. You bastards gave ABBA zero points. They're, they're still not over it, boom, boom. They still have not recovered from that. That was in 1974 as well. So uh, <laughs> that was e- even before we... Uh, we were in school, but apparently we're not the worst, though. Apparently, Norway, Norway. are okay. worse than England. Have had more zero points, more last places. Mm. So, take that, Norway. Mm. Okay, that's um, a well, quite close to Sweden. Yeah, it is a surprise. I yeah. thought, you know, for us non-Scandinavians, it's all kind of the same thing, there, isn't it? Yeah. Denmark, Norway, Sweden. Swedes do stand out musically. They're the um, third biggest exporters of music. Uh, <laughs> After yeah. the US and the UK, so you only, you're only saying that boom boom because you now have a Swedish passport. Okay, you have to say that. I do. Yeah, you, you would be thrown out of the country. <laughs> you're just defending your Swedish passport, which you only got for Brexit. But well, I just don't want you grouping us in with the Norwegians and the Danes and whoever us. else you threw in. <laughs> yeah, I like how you're. It's us now. Um, but yeah, so you, I think you attended like a Eurovision party that these are quite a thing, aren't mm. they? Like I actually did attend one of those probably about six years ago when I was living in Palermo. And I, I actually remember being, someone said, do you want to come around for Eurovision party? And I was like, yeah, you know, and then I actually remember being quite pissed off that people were actually watching it. <laughs> and I think I left early because I thought it was just like, you know, an excuse to have a party, get drunk. Um, and then people were actually sitting down watching it, and I just thought, yeah, I think I'm just going to go <laughs> now and then just you know watch some football and drink some beer. Yeah, and it also goes on for absolutely ages. Oh, so God. yeah, if you're not into it, it's a long haul. Yeah, nice vocabulary again. Long haul, basically really long. Um, and what is it you love the most about it? Boom, boom, the singing, the dancing. Are you, you are you quite analytical? Because I also remembered when we were living together and there was a TV program on, I think it's still on, I'm not sure, called Strictly Come Dancing, which for people that are not familiar with this, it's, let's say, celebrities from the UK dancing. And Boom Boom, again, was quite into this. And I remember watching it with you once. And I, again, was surprised that you were actually being quite analytical. Like when we watch a football match together, you might, you know, give your opinion, which you know you've fully respect because you're you're fairly informed about uh, football but then you were giving me opinions about dancing and i kind of was looking at you thinking what the fuck do you know about dancing <laughs> yeah but i you know the uh the way i approach it is don't let not knowing anything stop you from providing <laughs> input and analysis so yeah i do the same with i do the same with eurovision <laughs> because 
I know very little about how to put together a winning song. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I do. I think I approach it from yeah, quite an analytical uh, perspective of like the different what each country is bringing to it. You know, their right. their kind of their own traditions, their own sure. styles of music. I, th- I think that analytical approach is just your op- approach to life, really, in general. Is <laughs> overthink it. <laughs> What's your approach to life? Overthinking. Why well, just enjoy it when you can overthink it? But I'd say, I'd say, what do I enjoy about it? It would be um, the yeah, it's a combination, really. But I just think it's, it's just like got good positive energy about it, right? And I also think there's an element of sort of post Brexit wanting to embrace a European kind of vibe anything anything europe now you're you're just you're just really in in fact you're actually going to brussels soon on holiday as well aren't you is that why you're going to brussels the heart of europe yeah (laughs) check out the administrative institutions (laughs) i I think you'll be on the news of of like sort of putting a chain around yourself to like some important buildings in brussels just because you don't want to leave you know i I want get the uk back in the eu (laughs) One man demonstration. <laughs> Just anything connected with Europe, I'm doing it. It's brilliant. <laughs> but mostly, I'd say what I'm. I, I do think there are some good songs in it, and uh, like as I said to you in the in the build up to this, you know, and I don't expect you to watch it. That's fair enough. But you could check out a few of the songs on YouTube prior to the podcast. So I thought, oh, beforehand, Martin will get in touch with me and say, okay, yeah come on send me some uh, recommendations uh, but you didn't did you so you haven't seen any of them i don't listen to music that was made after 1999 <laughs> boom boom okay <laughs> if it was if it was made before 1999 brilliant yes after not interested okay just not interested um in, in fact speaking of that the only song i can remember from eurovision i, bet I know what one you're gonna say <laughs> is it Gina G. Absolutely, Gina G. <laughs> and so for people that are not familiar with it, it's it's a great... I mean, I'm, I can't put songs on the podcast anymore because these go on YouTube as well now. Um, but I'll give you a little rendition, I suppose. And it's a, um, ooh, ah, just a little bit. Ooh, ah, a little bit more. Ooh, ah, just a little bit. Something, something looking for. Uh, yeah, um, you know what I'm looking for. That was a blinder. And that, that finished eighth, Boom Boom. How did that finish eighth? I mean, what? There were, it's impossible there were seven songs better than that. Well, that's how high the standard is of Eurovision. <laughs> that, that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah. It's, uh, you've got to be coming with some pretty quality stuff if you're looking to break into the top three. Right. Okay. Wow. Um, Champions League position. <laughs> I mean, I have heard the the one from the English guy, the Sam Ryder, who, even though he did go to our school, mm. I must admit, I thought the song was a bit shit. Really? Spaceman? Yeah, Spaceman. And again, when I heard... I know, again, what exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> did you think he was doing a cover of, I'm not going to sing it, you're going to sing space it. Spaceman, <laughs> I always wanted you to go into Spaceman. Yeah, I thought he was doing that. And then I thought, now we're talking, because that is a fucking brilliant song again that was that was big in the 90s um (laughs) just goes to show Mm. that i really don't listen to anything made after 1999 
But um, yeah, I was very disappointed when I saw Spaceman and then and it wasn't that. some Well, some no, shit. no covers allowed, uh, original, original oh, right. entries only. So yeah. Makes sense. Um, and just in case he's listening, because I have invited him to the podcast, didn't mean that. Great song. Great song. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Okay. <laughs> if he now sees your Instagram message and he thinks, yeah, I, I could do that. Let me just check out the most recent episode of the podcast. Oh, what's that? Yeah, he hated the song. <laughs> I'll skip that. Um, yeah, so I might just delete that bit, whatever. Um, <laughs> but to finish on, um, I actually found out, it's kind of in line what you just said, boom, boom, that Eurovision was initially made as a way of uniting Europe after the Second World War, 10 years after. I'm not quite sure how that would have worked, though, of just, you know, like people being killing each other, let's sing some songs. But that's, that's the plan. And something, another... Uh, a sentence I stole from my five minutes research is this. The real point of Eurovision is togetherness. It's a space to enjoy the things that unite us above and beyond any of the things that divide us. Okay. Beautiful. And and that's Eurovision. <laughs> and you're still not going to watch it next year, are you? <laughs> still not going to watch it. Still a load of shit. But there were, there were some good things about it, especially what you mentioned about spain that sounds great <laughs> so might watch some of it next year we'll see but probably won't but um thanks as always for your time boom boom pleasure as always and um we'll see you soon see you soon bye bye okay so that was boom boom and me speaking about eurovision so now let's have a look at some of that R&R vocab. Boom Boom at the beginning said that I was fishing for compliments in the Rock and Roll English family group. So when you're fishing for compliments, you're looking for compliments. That was just one of the many interesting discussions we have in the family group. So remember, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash family to become part of it. And speaking of that, he said, I saw my name crop up. So when it crops up, it appears. And about the episode, I said we've kind of missed the boat on the whole Eurovision thing because it was actually two weeks ago. So missed the opportunity. And Boom Boom said it hooks you in. So it pulls you in, let's say. Another one, very simple, was money talks, but just a nice term to know. We spoke about one of the videos on social media doing the rounds. So when the video is doing the rounds, it's one of those ones which gets shared and shared and everyone sees it. Then we had Boom Boom's words, more than two syllables, which confused me. The first one being some political machinations. Almost had difficulty to pronounce that, didn't I? Some political machinations. So that means I know now some political schemes, let's say, some things that are not quite right. You know something's happening. And he also then said some skullduggery, which is a very similar word, something where you know something's not right. There's definitely some skullduggery here. Um, and then Sam Ryder, the person who went to a great school and learned everything from me, spoke about the perpetuating narrative of everyone hates the UK. So perpetuating is, well, actually a verb, perpetuate, which means something which continues a lot. If you continue something, you can say, well, you perpetuated that specific matter. And Sam Ryder, if you're listening, I do like your song. So please get back to me on Instagram. I sent him a message nearly two weeks ago now, still hasn't replied. So 
Not sure why that is. Um, and he also mentioned how we can get swept up in these things. Like we kind of lose control of what's going on and just get moved along with it. I said that I reached out to him. So when you reach out to someone, you contact that person. Boom Boom spoke about a nugget of information that the UK didn't vote for ABBA in 1970 something. Um, so a nugget of information, a piece of information, but a nugget being a good piece of information. Um, Boom Boom also mentioned that the Eurovision contest is quite a long haul. So something that's very long. We use this for flights, usually a long haul flight. And right at the end, I spoke about giving you a rendition of a couple of songs. So when you give someone a rendition, you give them a performance, let's say. I will actually put both of those songs in the family group so that people can listen to them because now these podcasts are also on YouTube. So you can listen to them on YouTube as well. And YouTube kind of knows about copyright laws and I don't really want to get in any trouble. So I didn't play the songs today. But anyway, remember, all of the vocab is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 270. Join the Rock and Roll English family, rockandrollenglish.com slash family. And I will see you all personally tomorrow at 9 p.m. European time for the Facebook Live to answer any questions you have and also just to have a bit of a chat. So I will see you then. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.